Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at 5.30 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. Media Matters for America, a vile, vile leftist organization. Now there's an investigation into them by the Attorney General of Missouri. Elon Musk calls them a vile organization. That's because they are. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate you being part of the show. Always do. Never take it for granted. We're also awaiting now this potential press conference with the President of the United States and with Zelensky. So we shall see. Here is uh, I want to play. I want to play this uh, this little clip for you. This is Elon Musk talking about Media Matters for America. What Elon Musk? What what Media Matters did here? And just just to kind of explain this a little bit your twitter feed what you see on the platform known as x used to be twitter what you see is really dependent upon what you look for like so for example matt desantis is currently searching for how to get the best first class flight that will just hover over the area so he can write a term paper right that's what you're looking on twitter right now that is not true Henry's looking on ways to evade the capitol police on friday when he goes to dc no no you don't don't say this stuff because you're you're going to be sol with producers, man. There's going to be so many white vans outside of his home tonight. Yeah, yeah. The florist van, the plumber van, the uh, <laughs> all they're waiting for him when he got home. <laughs> you're going to be fine. It's clearly satire protected by the porn movie <laughs> case, the porn movie case, the porn guy case, uh, Falwell and. Hustler, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not big on constitutional uh, law. But anyway, here comes uh, Biden and Zelensky. Let's uh, jump in and take a listen to this as we are going to be shaken down again for more cash for this guy. Take a listen. And Zelensky now holding a joint news conference at the White House. Let's listen. When President Putin launched his brutal total invasion of Ukraine in February of 2022 and Russian tanks rolled over border toward Kyiv, there were those who thought Ukraine wouldn't survive for a month. So no one, no one should forget that for you to be here today, again today, 
nearly two years later, and for Ukraine to be stand strong and free is an enormous victory already. Putin has failed, failed his effort to subjugate Ukraine. The brave people of Ukraine have defied Putin's will at every turn. Backed by the strong and unwavering support of the United States and our allies and partners of more than 50 nations, 50 nations in Europe and the Indo-Pacific. And Ukraine will emerge from this war proud, free, and firmly rooted in the West unless we walk away. The American people can be and should be incredibly proud of the part they played in supporting Ukraine's success. We'll continue to supply Ukraine with critical weapons and equipment as long as we can, including $200 million I just approved today in a critical needed equipment, additional air defense interceptors, artillery, and ammunition. But without supplemental funding, we're rapidly coming to an end of our ability to help Ukraine respond to the urgent operational demands that it has. Putin is banking on the United States failing to deliver for Ukraine. We must, we must, we must prove him wrong. The United States and Congress must, as I asked last week, and this, it's stunning that we've gotten to this point. You know, we need to fully appreciate, fully appreciate how it's wrong, how this is being viewed around the world and being used by Russia. Russian loyalists in Moscow celebrated when, when Republicans voted to block Ukraine's aid last week. The host of a Kremlin-run show literally said, and I quote, well done, Republicans. That's good for us, end of quote. Let me say that again. This host of a Kremlin-run show said, well done, Republicans. That's good for us. That's a Russian speaking. If you're being celebrated by Russian propagandists, it might be time to rethink what you're doing. History, history will judge harshly those who turn their back on freedom's cause. Today, Ukraine's freedom is on the line, but if we don't stop Putin, it'll endanger the freedom of everyone almost everywhere. Here we go. Putin will keep going. There you go. And would-be aggressors everywhere will be emboldened to try to take what they can by force. Mr. President, I'll not walk away from Ukraine, and neither will the American people. You can't. People. They own you. A clear bipartisan majority of people across the United States and in Congress support your country. They understand, as I do, that Ukraine's success and its ability to deter aggression in the future are vital to security for the world at large. And I have repeatedly made clear from our first day in office we also need Ukraine to make changes to fix the broken immigration system here. We also need Congress to make the changes to fix the broken immigration he has system no idea what he's here talking about. Can we get My a guest reader in here, celebrity reader Democrats like they do on Dr. Day? To try to find a bipartisan compromise, both in terms of changes in policy and provide the resources we need to secure the border. Compromise is how democracy works, and I'm ready and offered compromise already. Holding Ukraine funding hostage in the attempt to force through an extreme Republican partisan agenda on the border is oh. not how it works. We need how dare Republicans demand a secure border? How dare they? I also ask Congress for funding for Israel to take on Hamas and confront multiple other threats backed by Iran in the wake of the October 7th assault. National Security Advisor Sullivan will travel to the region this week 
and meet with the Israeli War Cabinet, as I have met with, to emphasize our commitment to Israel, as well as the need to protect civilian life and ensure more humanitarian assistance flows and reaches into Gaza for Palestinian civilians. Secretary Austin will also travel to the region this week to step up the international Where do we have the, the money? Has anybody ever asked where does money come from? We borrow from the China. China. That's what we do. The Let's entire borrow. world is watching what we do. So let's show them who we are. America stands for freedom today, tomorrow, and always. America stands against tyranny and against oppression. And America stands with the people of Ukraine. Thank you again for being here today, Mr. President, and thank you for everything Ukraine is doing to hold the line for liberty in the world. And thank you for yours, not bringing Mr. the President. receipts of all my corruption with you. Keep them in your desk in Kiev. Thank you very much, Mr. President, dear journalists. I'm glad to be here and personally thank you and tell you how Ukraine values what we've achieved together, defending life and freedom. In Ukraine, we are fighting for our country and freedom, and also in Europe, we say for our freedom and yours. And this motto resonates not only in our country. Where is Europe? Why is Europe not, not doing more? Hearts, not only in Ukraine, but also in Poland and Baltic states, Moldova and others. When freedom is strong in one country, it is strong everywhere. When it burns in one soul, it presents its merits to, to others. Ukrainians have twice, Ukrainians have twice led revolutions this century, defending freedom. For nearly two years, we have been in a full-scale war, the biggest, the biggest since World War II, fighting for freedom. We stand firm no matter what Putin tries, he hasn't won any victories. Thanks to Ukraine's success, success in defense, other European nations are safe from the Russian aggression, unlike in the past. Ukraine can now tackle the Russian dictatorship, so our children and other nations won't have to shed their blood and sacrifice lives defending against Russian aggression. We've already made significant progress. We've shown that our courage and partnership are stronger than any Russian hostility. And we've freed 50% of the territories Russia occupied after February 24th. And we won the Black Sea and are reviving our economy thanks to maritime exports. Ukraine's 5% economic growth this year proves our effective partnership. And we've shown no, no Russian missiles can overdoor the powerful American Patriot systems. Thank you very much. And even during war, we are reforming our country and strengthening our our institutions. Oh, you, Today, a, President Biden and I discussed how to Russia. increase our well, strength. I'm only keeping this because I want to hear if Biden's going to take any questions. Defense and destroying Russian out. logistics on Ukraine's land. Mr. President, thank you very much for your supporting, supporting us. And in these areas, like our victory in the Black Sea, we aim to win the air battle, crashing Russian air dominance. This will 
This will intensify our ground advances in 2024 with our control of the skies. Who controls the skies controls the war's duration. And today I would like to thank, of course, for yet another significant defense package with our $200 million dollars value the president just gave very much. Did it all on his own. Second, yesterday Military I met with American, American defense company leaders. They advised us oh, on how to make our defense industries work faster and more effectively. The defense thank industrial you, President Biden, for this important this initiative. War. We started with you. Together, Ukraine and America can strengthen democracy's arsenal. And this is vital for other free nations and the U.S. as it involves your companies, technologies, and technology advancement and job creation. And it is important to know that two-thirds of America's support for Ukraine remains and works in the United States. Third, I informed Mr. President that Ukraine has fulfilled all the recommendations of the European Commission regarding the preparation for a decision to start negotiations on Ukraine's accession to the uh, EU. And we constantly communicate with European leaders about our joint steps, sanctions, and political efforts to pressure Russia. American leadership is crucial, is keeping this unity together, a unity that serves the entire free world. And I thank America for new sanctions, and today we discussed Putin's further isolation and making him pay for his aggression. It's very important that by the end of this year we can send very strong signal of our unity to the aggressor this is all and the about unity of Ukraine, America, Europe, the entire free giving them world. Cover. But remember Everything what Biden said, he's not going to go with their extreme Republican agenda regarding immigration. Translation, you're not getting a secure border. Congress, you're not getting it. Give the money. Shut your we mouth and sit down. We are very productive. We'll do something on immigration. You can go home to your constituents and say, you want to pass Ukraine Christmas funding, but you had to. And you got this blah, 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 useless immigration law change. It's going to be struck down by the courts anyway. The border will not be secure. Greatest wish. And you hear now Zelensky say that they're beating back on Russia. Europe is, uh, is, is, is safe. Well, then, what do you need us for? Prolonged war. We dream of a Christmas in the peacetime, of course. And we are working to turn our battlefield success into peace. And we are heading there together with you. And thanks, of course, to your support. Thank you very much, Mr. President. Thank you, American. Slava Ukraine. Thank you. Look, uh, we're going to alternate asking questions. We're going to ask a total of each ask two questions. And I will ask the first question. Uh, I will ask. I will recognize the first question asker. <laughs> I'll ask a question, though. <laughs> but um, uh, right, what, what pre-screen question are you going to take here, Biden? Um, thank you, Mr. President. Um, for President Biden, um, Ukraine's counteroffensive has, uh, has stalled in recent months. Uh, Congress is blocking aid, uh, and Vladimir Putin appears ready to just wait things out. Um, so, what is the strategy for the U.S. and Ukraine next year to try and turn this uh, turn this around? 
And if that fails, uh, at what point do you say to Ukraine, as a friend, uh, that it is perhaps time to start looking at peace talks? And for President Zelensky, um, welcome back to Washington. Um, can I ask you, did you uh, hear what you wanted to hear from Congress and from President Biden? Um, and, uh, or are you indeed more worried than when you got here? Thank you very much. Well, let me uh, answer the question first. Let's put this in perspective. Remember how far Ukraine has come. Russia has failed, failed us far in trying to erase Ukraine from the map and uh, subsume it into Russia. Ukraine has taken back more than 50% of its territory seized since February of 22. So what do we need? And why do we need pushed back Russian, what do need the, us for Russian Navy so Ukraine can export grain and steel to the world through the Black Sea. The grain that we're paying for, thanks to the, the incredible courage of the Ukrainian people and the bipartisan yeah, support from Congress. Yeah, he's reading off cards, exactly right. But it's not just American support. The, the, this is a, f countries, a Fugazi press 50 conference. 50 countries helping Ukraine. The question was pre-screened, the reporter was pre-selected, Biden's got the answers right there. The he's literally reading the, the answers from cue cards. Billion dollars. Index and cards. Our allies and partners have put up $100 billion. And more than 90% of our security assistance to Ukraine is being spent in the United States to provide weapons for Ukraine and replenish our stockpiles and build our industrial base. Make the military-industrial complex very happy. Continues to fail Swamp's got to eat. And Ukraine to succeed. And the best way for that to, to do that is to pass the supplemental. Yeah. Yeah, get an answer in Ukrainian. Ask about Hunter Biden's corruption in Ukraine. What did uh, he advise Burisma on with all his energy? And where did he find time to advise Burisma, considering that he was doing blow with hookers? Biden. About successes. I think that these were not easy successes. Nonetheless, they were quite serious. They were serious steps forward. Indeed, we gained victory on the sea. We destroyed ships of the Russian Federation. We throw the remnants of their fleet to Russian territorial waters. Yes, they uh, have something uh, in the Black Sea uh, in the vicinity of our temporarily occupied Crimea, but we are going to proceed this activity. Our guys destroyed 20,000 of Wagner mercenaries. These are serious terrorists who were massing everywhere on African continent, in Syria, in Ukraine. There were a lot of mass and nucleus of this terroristic organization is not existing anymore. Yes, we had a lot of uh, problems, but nonetheless we were able to do this. Moreover, Russia were not able to seize uh, any part of our territory, any village, any town. I'm not talking about large cities. And we are going to proceed with this. It is good without saying that we have objective, we have clear plan. Where are the but pictures? Where's me, the evidence? I am not able to you ever wonder that? How come? Uh, on the details. Uh, you remember Vietnam? Every night they had a count of the number of troops who died. They had updates all day long about the war in Vietnam. Back then we only had three networks covering it. Where are all the pictures of Ukraine's success? 
Where is where are the pictures of all the the dead bodies? Where are the pictures of Russian troops being pushed back by Ukraine? Even the New York Times is calling out Biden's response. Quote: As Biden answers a question about Ukraine's struggling counteroffensive, he looks down frequently at what appears to be a prepared answer. The White House was ready for this question. That is from the far right-wing New York Times. Thank you for taking my question. Dmitry Anopchinko, Ukrainian television U.S. correspondent. Uh, many Republican uh, voices doubt the ability of Ukraine to win the war. Uh, Senator once uh, recently even told that Ukraine need to cede some territories to stop war. fighting. Pane Volodymyre, uh, to be very honest, how about that? How about a ceasefire to stop fighting? Such how about a step that? You can't win. The territories to stop fighting. And Mr. Biden, could you please clarify the policy and of your administration, the strategy of your administration on Ukraine? Is it about helping the country to defend itself or to win the war? Because it's obviously such a difference. I will begin. Okay. So, first question to me. So, the, your question is if we are ready to give up our territories? Mm. The question is not only about our words or thoughts. The question is about for what we are ready and for what we are not. How Ukraine is able to give up its territories? That's insane, to be honest. We are mentioning God very often. That's not about Christianity. We have our people there. We have our families there. We have children there. That's a part of Ukrainian society. And we are talking about human beings. They are being under tortures, they are being raped, and they are being killed. And those voices which offers to give up our territories, they offers as well to give up our people. That's not a matter of territory, that's a matter of lives, of families, of children, of their histories. I don't know whose idea it is. But I have a question to these people if they are ready to give up their children to terrorists. I think no. So no concessions. win the war. And uh, as I've said before, winning means Ukraine is a sovereign, independent nation and uh, that can afford to defend itself today and deter further aggression. That's our objective. Uh, Trevor, Reuters. Reuters. Thank you, sir. Um, first, a question for both of you. Um, given the Republican skepticism of the Ukraine effort, do you worry that a second term for President Trump would be the uh, end of an independent Ukraine? That's for both of you. And then for you, uh, President Biden, um, just an update, if you could, on the, the situation in Gaza, uh, on the reports that Israel has begun flooding Hamas tunnels, um, and just the, the offensive in southern Gaza generally, how long do you think that operation should last? Thank you. First of all, with regard to uh, political support for Ukraine, there is a strong bipartisan political support for Ukraine. Small number of Republicans who don't want to support Ukraine, but uh, they don't speak for the majority. How about majority the American people? How about Republican voters? View. We're in negotiations to get funding we need, not to promise, yep. uh, not, not making promises, but hopefully prepared we can answer. get there. I think we can. And you're right. The world's watching what we do. 
would just send a horrible message to an aggressor and allies if we walked away at this time, and it would hurt our national security. Do you want me to answer the other question as well? You don't remember what it is, though, but flip your card. It's right there. The answer's right there. Next Say it again. It's the other card. Sorry. So the, the question was just um, if you could talk a little bit about the Gaza operation, Israel flooding Hamas tunnels, and if you've had conversations it's the pink with card. Uh, Read the answer on the pink card. how long that operation should last. Well, I have had conversations with Bibi Netanyahu, and, uh, and uh, I want to make sure that uh, we don't forget uh, what we're doing here. We have to support Israel because they're an independent nation that's being, I mean, the brutality, the inhumanity, the way in which Hamas treated the Israelis, and I mean, raping and burning and beheading, I mean, it's just, it's just beyond comparison beyond comparison. And uh, to anything else that I've seen since I've been here, and I've been around for a long time. But I think that uh, we have made it clear to the Israelis, and they're aware, that the, independent, the, the safety of innocent Palestinians is still of great concern. And so the actions they're taking must be consistent with attempting to do everything possible to prevent innocent Palestinian civilians from being, being hurt, murdered, killed, lost, etc. And uh, look, um, it doesn't uh, lessen the responsibility going after Hamas to innocent Palestinians and, and, uh, and Hamas. Uh, look, we have responsibility to protect citizens and ensure they have access to humanitarian assistance. That's why I've worked so hard with our Arab friends as well as the Israelis to get humanitarian assistance into Israel, literally getting up to 140 trucks loaded with gear, loaded with food, loaded with everything that is needed by the Palestinians, including fuel. So, you know, Israel has stated its intent to fulfill these responsibilities. That's very difficult. With regard to the flooding of the tunnels, uh, I'm not well. There is assertions being made that there's quite sure there are no hostages in any of these tunnels, um, but I don't know that for a fact. I do know that though every civilian death is an absolute tragedy, and Israel stated its intent, as I said, to. Uh, to match its, uh, its words with uh, its intent with word with actions, that's why uh, that's why I was that's what I was talking about today. Let, let me just uh, make a couple observations here. They asked Zelensky another question. Uh, first of all, two two points I want to mention. Uh, let's see here on Twitter, Dave C. For God's sake, we don't need Rich's running commentary during a live news event. Just shut your pie hole for once. Jeesh, what has the station devolved to? Here's the thing. My show, my rules. If I want to talk over this, I'm talking over this. <laughs> you don't like it, go back to NPR where you belong, all right? <laughs> Your commentary is what makes it unique. They could listen to the press conference via any outlet. Exactly. Thank you. And Fred's sister-in-law said, I'm, thank God Rich is talking over the Biden presser. Otherwise, I'd just scream. Exactly. So Diane says, I can't stand to hear his voice, meaning the president's. As the press conference, uh, he'll only answer questions he has the answer written down for. Yeah, that's what's happening right now. We're getting pre-packaged questions, and the answers are all there as well. 
Let's see if this reporter is going to ask anything better. Anniversary NATO summit, summit in Washington, D.C., which raises a lot of hope, especially for Ukraine. Uh, President Zelensky, uh, nah, is, what uh, does the Ukrainian Ukraine. side I want to know if Peter Ducey is going to get a question. If any, if any member of the press is going to ask him about the charges against his son. Remember now, this is the first opportunity the President of the United States of America has had with the press corps. This is why I wanted to take this live. And I know these are frustrating. This is, it's frustrating. It really is. It's frustrating to listen to this nonsense. But this is the first time the president of the United States of America has had the ability to answer questions since his son has been hit with these new federal indictments. Okay? The House of Representatives today announced that they are moving forward with an impeachment inquiry into the president. If the press corps was allowed to actually ask questions, this is what they'd be asking. This is a show. This is a Fugazi show. Times yours on Twitter says your commentary effing sucks. Well, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate that very much. Thank you. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. It's only going to make me keep doing it, though. That's something these idiots don't understand. If you call me out because you don't like it, I'm going to keep doing it. I like that guy. Went star. He kind of got straight to the point. He didn't beat around the bush or anything. No. He's just like, your commentary effing sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, pal. NPR. Just go right over to it. I don't care if you don't listen. It's probably safer. You probably have a lot of road rage anyway right now because of my commentary. My commentary is awesome. I love my commentary so good, isn't it? <laughs> Biden and Zelensky are not taking questions from the press. They're taking pre-packaged pro-Ukraine questions that are not actually asking the significant questions that people want to know. And we're not having any conversations right now uh, from the press about the political issues surrounding Joe Biden and corruption. And let's not forget something. What Hunter Biden's been indicted for has everything to do with Ukraine. Do you realize that? Do you realize the iron? It's over now. He's just walk, he's walking away. That's it. They're not a single. Everything was pre-screened. Every answer was pre-written. This was a show. We just, you just sat through a show right there. Do you understand that? I mean, I know you understand this. This is a rhetorical question, but do you understand that the indictment against Hunter Biden is about Ukrainian corruption? Think about this now. The president of the United States of America is standing up there. His son's been indicted regarding hiding his money and taxes that he earned on income regarding his work for Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company. He's been indicted by a federal grand jury in California. This is the first opportunity that the president of the United States has had to address it. And nobody in the press corps would be allowed to ask that question. Not one. It has everything to do with what we're watching right now take place with that press conference. Everything we have we're watching has to do with Ukraine. And the fact that there is now an indictment of his son for money he made with Burisma and Joe Biden was out there bragging about getting that prosecutor fired in Ukraine. And now the House Republicans are launching an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden and the connections here between Hunter and his son. And guess what? Nobody in the press corps is allowed to ask that. Nobody. 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 Forgotten Man 2022 says, Rich, keep up your commentary. I don't want to hear Stumbles McBumble F. It's pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good. Mr. and Mrs. Nobody says, keep talking over it, please. Damn right. Marcus Aurelius says, I like Rich's running commentary at the press conference, but then again, I like the smell of bus fumes. That's fair. (laughs) 
It's fair. Your commentary uh, commentary is very bifurcating. It's. I gotta quickly look up that word, but I think you're right. <laughs> Price is times yours. It's a divisive issue. It's a very divisive. Yes, it, I think more people. Well, it's always a question of do we like Matt DeSantis's giggle or not? That's also the most controversial question. And then do we like my my running commentary over this sham of a press conference? <laughs> more divisive than anything else. <laughs> Yeah, it's like sports. Play, it's like a, a, a sports play-by-play commentary, right? Kind of the yeah, same thing, a right? A little Henry? bit. You, you were letting you were letting the game play out, and you were uh, filling in the gaps. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, you're letting the crowd uh, <laughs> kind of fuel it. See, my friend Debbie texted me, and she said, "Frank and I say keep the commentary coming. It's like Mystery Science Theater 3000." Good, that good. I like that. It's good. My friend said, I'm effing dying. My show, my rules. You tell them, Rich. Tell the snowflakes to F off. Well, I just, yeah, I, I did. I don't care. Go back to NPR. Nobody's going to miss you. It's all right. So the Zioli Army will be just fine without you. But thank you for listening. I mean that. Thank you for listening. You hate me and you listen. Touch. I'm touched. I really am. I'm touched. Makes me so happy. Uh, from Karun Demirjian of the New York Times... The far right wing New York Times, as Zelensky and Biden addressed the public, said negotiators claim to have made progress toward a deal on funding Ukraine's war while stepping up domestic border security. We made substantive, substantive progress at Senator Kirsten Cinema of Arizona after closed door meetings with Senate negotiators and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, as well as staffers for Senate leaders in the White House. Senator Chris Murphy uh, Democrat idiot of Connecticut also told reporters that, quote, we made progress toward a deal. So I'm telling you what's going to happen. And no question, you're going to get some Fugazi watered down immigration asylum law change. Nothing will actually improve border security whatsoever. And that will give Republicans cover to support this nonsense. Eric the Red says, we definitely need the drop of Rich saying, go back to NPR where you belong. Can we grab that drop? It's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, I'll pick it up. Thank you, Henry, very much. Uh, 855-839-1210 if you want to weigh in. Well, listen, I appreciate those who stand with me. And Emmons Roofing and Siding, there's no better example. For six years, they helped us with our old home from everything from the roof to windows, doors, siding, Kitchen and bathroom remodeling, Emmons does it all. They are truly your one-stop shop in our region. And they serve Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and the Jersey Shore. If you have a shore house, you know winter's brutal on those uh, on those shore homes. Get your roof inspected now. Emmons will give you a free inspection. They'll never tell you you need a new roof if you don't. But if you do, you will be thrilled with the work they do. You'll be impressed by how competitive their pricing is. And you'll have a lifetime warranty on that roof. And Emmons is in the remodeling business. And in our, our, our previous home, they remodeled our bathroom, remodeled our kitchen. They did outstanding work. Bridget was thrilled with the work. And that's, that, that makes me happy. I'm, I'm good. And they're already doing stuff in my new house. They replaced some skylights. Uh, we're getting a new storm door. It's good stuff. I keep using Emmons because their work is always exceptional. Matt and his wife, Stephanie, pride themselves on giving you wonderful service at a great price. So reach out to them today by going to emmonsroofing.com. You can see their remodeling work at either the Emmons Remodeling Showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, or go to emmonsremodeling.com. But think about getting your kitchen and bathroom remodeled through Emmons. Think about getting that roof replaced with Emmons. Windows, doors, 
siding, even solar, it's all there for you with the company that I use and trust at my home and used and trusted at the previous home. That's EmmonsRoofing.com, E-M-M-O-N-S, EmmonsRoofing.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. The controversy over my talking over the press conference continues to blow up on social media. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Uh, some people telling me to invoke Elon Musk and go F myself. Thank you. I appreciate that. Very nice. Thank you. And... Uh, <laughs> Why is Rich talking over everything Irk said? Well, as Trump once said, go home to mommy. Go home. Bye. <laughs> and Chris Eppolito pointing something out, but that one guy who said my commentary effing sucks, he's actually still a fringe member of the Zioli Army since he's obviously dropping F-bombs. You know what I mean? So I get it. I hear you. MAGA MAGA man says, Rich, your commentary is what's needed to make that moron president exposed to everyone that's listening to this press conference, I would say sham of a press conference. I would have no idea what's going on when I'm listening to the radio of what his strategy is. He isn't so thank you. You're welcome. And Tom Hoskins, Fugazi presser, ask him this. President Zelensky, being you're so good at defending your border, would you like Alejandro Mayorkas's job to protect the southern border? Well said. This checking, uh, checking in on social media Brought to you by our friends at Cherry Hill Vava, where relationships matter. We appreciate it. And uh, we hope you visit them and support them. Anne-Marie, now invoking another controversy. Probably the single most controversial thing about this program. Rich, keep talking. I want to hear DeSantis' giggling. Can't get enough of you guys over our sham of a president. Well, thank you, Anne-Marie. I think you've just combined <laughs> both, both areas of controversy. My talking over Biden's rambling sham of a press conference and DeSantis's giggle and you added it all together and you got the double endorsement right there. Well done. <laughs> well played, Anne-Marie. Well played. <laughs> so much controversy. Ah, uh, yes. I'm shocked. See that? Again, I don't understand. If people didn't want to hear your commentary, why did they come to this station, to your show, as their source for, for that press conference. That conference was everywhere. You could have tuned in to any other uh, outlet and you could have heard it without the Zioli commentary. Exactly. Thank you. And literally my job is to comment on things four hours a day, five days a week, most of the time. 
<laughs> That's literally my job. I'm, I'm a, I, I comment on things. It's what I do. So if, you, if you're listening to something and I'm commenting on it, that's my job is to comment. What do I do? Turn over the press conference and like walk away for half an hour and go shopping? No, I'm going to weigh in on it in real time, give you the real-time analysis that most people will be saying tomorrow. I just gave it to you live right there. You didn't have to miss a thing. But what a sham. And, and Henry, I don't know. If, did you say it on the air or did you say it in my headphones? I, I was like saying was it in your ear. You said it in my ear? Yeah. Yeah, so Henry actually made the observation, and, and Matt had texted me. I w- was watching this and that Biden was reading all the answers. I mean, all the answers were there on cards. If you weren't watching it, you can't, you'd miss it. If you listen to him, you can hear that he's reading the way that he's he's like j- just the style of how he's communicating. It's clear he's not thinking on his feet here. Uh but if you watched it, it's even worse because he, he moves his hands around on the podium to find the card that probably says, you know, answer number two. They got to make it as simple as possible for him, obviously. So they so answer number two and big, bright. I just can't believe he didn't read that. <laughs> well, he did lose his place at one point. I, I don't know if you noticed, but he uh, he asked one of the reporters to repeat the question, and it looked as though he was shuffling through his cards. Yeah, right? Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, Cards for all two questions. We'll be accepting two questions here. And then we'll write out the answers for you. And this is question one and question two. I just can't believe Biden didn't stand up and go, uh, question two. So the question... Oh, man. Amazing. What a sham. I The press corps is dying to add. There are actually reporters there who want to ask about Hunter Biden, and they should. These are legitimate questions to ask. Mr. President, here's a question that I would ask. Ready? I'll invoke my inner Peter Ducey here. Mr. President, you're standing up here asking the American people to give more money to Ukraine. Your son has just been indicted on tax charges that he failed to pay income on money he received from a Ukrainian energy company called Burisma. You called for the prosecutor who was investigating that energy company to be fired, and you threatened to withhold $1 billion of U.S. aid if that prosecutor was not fired. Are, are you, do you not see how people have questions regarding your son's role in Ukraine and your own role, Mr. President, in Ukraine, as today the House Speaker announced that they are going to pursue impeachment proceedings against you regarding these financial crimes. There you go, right there. Why don't you ask President Zelensky while he's sitting right up there to, uh, to, to let us know that you and Hunter and everybody else did, did nothing wrong? Oh, he'll happily say that. I mean, Zelensky would happily say that if it meant more money. That's what this whole thing's about. This is called a shakedown. It's a shakedown. The entire Ukraine money laundering operation is a shakedown. And I'll tell you who's behind it, too. This is General Dwight Eisenhower. Farewell address when he warned about the military industrial complex. How many times did you hear? And this was done deliberately. Very deliberately. Did you hear the president of the United States and the president of Ukraine point out how many American defense weapons are being used in this war? They, they did that multiple times. And there's a reason for that because the military industrial complex is making a lot of money on this war. One of the reasons why they tried to stop Donald Trump from becoming president is that he, unlike Republicans past, came out and said the Iraq war was a disaster. The war on terror needs to end. No new wars. They wanted to stop him for that. I told him this in the Oval Office. I told you the story. I said to him, this is the reason why they want to get you out because you're not giving them new wars and they want to stop him from getting in there again. 
Now, one reporter's question, which was interesting, which which said, would a second term for Trump mean the end of an independent Ukraine? That's how it was phrased. Mean the end of an independent Ukraine. That's how it was phrased. See, the people in the military industrial complex who were all making money selling their weapons to Ukraine being purchased by American tax dollars. This subsidy, it's a giant, I mean, it's a giant subsidy to the swamp, if you think about it, right? It's our money buying our weapons to send to Ukraine or giving Ukraine the money to buy our weapons. You, you understand how profitable war is, you know this, and you understand what a threat Donald Trump represents to these people because if you cut off this Ukraine war, if you stop it, if you demand negotiations, if you demand a, a, a peace agreement, ceasefire, anything like that, a whole lot of people are going to get a lot less rich. And I tell you all the time, my number one Zuli axiom is always follow the money, follow the Fazuls, and you can see where it is. It's going to all the military contractors, and then it's going to Ukraine, and it's a gigantic funnel that's happening. And the swamp, they've got to eat, and they got to eat. And that's the thing. That's what we're watching happen right here. I mean, it was so blatant about it. So blatant about the fact that all these American defense contractors are supplying these weapons to Ukraine. They're not doing it on their, they're not doing it to be nice. They're not just sending weapons over like, uh, like, uh, like stakes. They're getting paid to do it. Big sums of money, big sums of cash, American cash. And the point that's being made there is this is an investment in America. Because most of these weapons come from the United States of America. So if you feel like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be sending money overseas, feel good about it. Because the money is being used to buy American products. American products of war, but American products nonetheless. So you're, it's a jobs creation thing. It's, a, it's, more, it's, more, uh, it's about American jobs and American manufacturing. Look at it that way. Don't look at it like it's, it's no end in sight, funding a war that Ukraine cannot win, that this is going to go on forever and that America is going to be mired in this. Don't look at it that way. Look at it as this is a way to enhance American manufacturing of the defense industrial complex, the military industrial complex. That's why Biden said it. That's why Zelensky said it deliberately. And this is also what these these weasel Republicans need to be able to go back and say, well, I didn't want to vote to keep funding Ukraine. But the good news is um, uh, most of the weapons come from our uh, defense contractors. So, you know, look at it like it's a reinvestment in 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 our country as we send a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine. It's really we're really reinvesting in America at the same time. Guys, people make me sick. They really do. They think we're so stupid. They think we can't see through this. And maybe people can't. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm here. Maybe that's why God put me here because I can see through this crap. And I, it's so obvious, isn't it? It's so obvious, the pandering. really is. And some, some mealy-mouthed little wuss neocon Republican is going to go out there tonight and, and that's exactly what they're going to say. Well, our defense industry, as you know, is uh, very important to America, jobs and commerce, and and, uh, this money is uh, going to them. These are American weapons we're using here, so I feel good about that, but that money will be used, put for that purpose, and I'm okay with that. Uh, Just nauseating. And no end in sight, no timeline, no restrictions on the money, no oversight of the money, and no idea what the end game is. None whatsoever. And we're just supposed to keep going along with this. Meanwhile, the president's son is facing federal indictment over not paying his taxes with money he made from Ukraine. 
And that's happening right now as we speak, playing out in real time. And that money is connected to the president of the United States, who's standing up there with the president of Ukraine, one of the most corrupt countries in the history of corruption. Like if New Jersey was a country, it'd be Ukraine. And he's standing up there with him. And we're all supposed to pretend like none of this is happening when it comes to Hunter Biden and the money he made in Ukraine. And that, how that money connected to Joe Biden. And how Joe Biden threatened to have the prosecutor, demanded the prosecutor be fired. Threatened to withhold a billion dollars in American aid. An extortion plot. You mentioned extortion. Again, I'll have your legs broken. An extortion plot against Ukraine for the purposes of helping his son and then get, get paid himself. And this all happened time-wise after that dinner meeting in Washington, D.C. in Georgetown at Cafe Milano and subsequent phone calls. And it's all right there, but the American press corps can't ask those things, and they put up with this crap. You know what the press should have done? What they should have done was they should have walked out of the freaking room. If, they're gonna, if, they're gonna, if we're going to play this game where we're, we're communist China and we're not going to allow, actually, freedom of the press, because that's what you just watch. You watch an, an unfreedom of the press conference right there. The press didn't have freedom to ask whatever questions they wanted. They were pre- scripted questions with pre-scripted answers for the president and the press corps was not allowed to deviate from that it was a limited time it was not open-ended and that was that that was a show that entire thing was a show to push ukraine funding period that's it because they know that if they actually just turned it over to questions uh they would not be asking about ukraine right now and if they did, they'd be asking about the context of Ukraine vis-a-vis Hunter Biden and the indictment and the Republicans' moves today to continue down the road of impeaching this president, of looking into an impeachment inquiry regarding the president's financial crimes when he was the vice president of the United States and said to Ukraine, either you fire this prosecutor or I'm going home. And they said, well, you're not the president. And I looked at him and I said, call him. And well, son of a B, they fire the prosecutor. He threatened to withhold a billion dollars from these people, a billion dollars of our money, if they didn't fire the prosecutor, was investigating Burisma. Hunter Biden at the time, mind you, at the time, was high as a kite, having orgies and doing cocaine and all kinds of graphic sex videos and pictures that are on that laptop. He wasn't really consulting for Ukraine. He doesn't have any energy expertise to offer, A. This was entirely about getting money to Joe Biden so that Joe Biden, as vice president of the United States of America, could use the influence, since he had Ukraine as his portfolio, to get this prosecutor away from Burisma. But we're supposed to stand here and pretend like this is, this is not happening in our country. And the American press corps has no freedom because they come to a White House press briefing and they're not, they're not allowed to actually ask, ask any questions. Those people that you saw ask questions, they were actors. They might as well have been actors paid to do a job today. Here's the question you're going to ask the president and then here's the note card, sir, for you to read the answer and not even pretend. Not even pretend, right? Not even pretend like you're thinking on your feet, you're not even going to, you just read it. Just read it straight ahead. And what I want to know is, why can't we get a celebrity reader up there? Again, Dr. Seuss Day, I try to go to my kid's school, read a book, you know what I mean? Can't we just get a celebrity reader just to get up there and say, and now this portion of the press conference will be handled by, I don't know, James Earl Jones. Is he still alive? He can come out there and answer the questions. If you're just reading, can't we get somebody with a better ability to read? Who would be a good guest reader, you think? James Earl Jones would be great. If you He'd could be get great, him. right? I think he's 92. 
Mm-hmm. LeVar Burton. Who? LeVar Burton. Who's that? Uh, I mean, I know him best from like reading Rainbow, but he was on uh, Star Trek. I don't, I'm not familiar oh. with Star Trek, but he was one of the characters on that show. He'd probably do it. He's super political now, I think. Yeah. How about we get Brian Cranston? I mean, he's got a great voice. He could literally read it as Walter White. The guy from Malcolm in the Middle? <laughs> uh, and and, uh, and a sh- uh, stickle of fluoride. What was it? A, uh, he was a dentist in Seinfeld. Oh, Tim Watley. <laughs> Tim Watley. <laughs> But Cranston's got a great voice. He'd be a great reader, and he could he could he could look at it and say, "And you know my name, Putin," and then everybody could be like, "Is it, you know, Oppenheimer?" He'd be like, "Damn right it is." Or what was his name on the show? No, uh, Heisenberg. Say, say my, my name. name, Heisenberg. You're damn right. And then just drop the mic and walk off. And people are like, "All right, we're definitely giving Ukraine money now." That was awesome. <laughs> Morgan Freeman might be his best bet. I feel like everybody loves Morgan Freeman. Well, but his voice is a little overused, don't you think? No way. He's it never gets the, old. He's got the best voice. You think so? I think so. Him yeah. and him and James Earl Jones. Those are, yeah, for my Ta- money, you timeless. can't beat them. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. I mean, I'm just uh, saying the point being that if we have to sit through this bad show, can we at least get good actors? You know what I mean? I, I got one. J.K. Simmons. Oh, very good. Yes. yes. Good. Excellent voice. <laughs> And can we get some better looking reporters? Like, I mean, if I got to sit through this, can we get, get some like hotties, you know what I mean? To stand up and ask some questions. Like if we're going to do just a show, can we at least get attractive people and people that can read? I don't think I'm asking for too much. <laughs> I don't know. Those, those two things don't usually overlap. Reading and being hot. What? No, I'm saying you get the, the no, no, no. The reporters could be hot and ask oh, questions. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The celebrity readers don't have to be hot, Henry. They can just read the answers. Okay. So at least we'll get we'll get an entertaining read. You know, like we could have Al Pacino come out here and be like, "Whoa, Russia, they're bad." You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. All right. Whoa, give them more money. I like. I would be just that would make me happy. Like, we're going to get hosed and we're going to get played and this is just nothing more than a sham show then at least make it freaking entertaining all right please all right listen we got a big fourth and final hour coming up for you a lot to get to including the latest on all this nonsense and uh the latest on the biden impeachment too as republicans move in that direction but i'll tell you something it's really important that you think about giving her something she's going to love this christmas season and of course i'm talking about the naturally nude pajamas from pajamagram.com. These are beautiful. These are stylish, luxurious, extremely comfortable. She's going to love them. And you're going to love how she looks in them. And right now, naturally nude pajamas has a very special offer for you, a free matching naturally nude nighty to go along with the pajamas. So it's a $75 value. It's yours free when you go to pajamagram.com pajamagram.com and order her the naturally new pajamas she'll love how she feels in them you'll love how she looks in them and you'll love the fact that they'll wrap it for you and ship it for you right away so you will avoid the christmas rush which is very soon by the way we're, we're, we're really getting in it here and another thing too which is an important point to know is that they sell out every year so you don't want to wait you want to make sure you order today by going to pajamagram.com pajamagram.com and order her the the soft supple luxury of the naturally new pajamas so comfortable it's like wearing nothing at all she'll look beautiful in them and you get the free matching 75 dollars nighty 
Bridget loves hers. Your wife will love hers. Your girlfriend, they're just, they're just great. That's why they sell out. That's why it's such high quality, and it's why you don't want to miss out on ordering her something that's going to make her happy and make you happy at the same time. Naturally New Pajamas, pajamagram.com. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 